Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Cafecito, the podcast where we talk all things culture. I'm Yvette Cruz. And I'm Joel Cardenas. Thanks for joining us. Today we're going to be talking about, uh, we're going to have a little episode of nostalgia, if you will. Uh, We're going to be talking about what we would like to see make a comeback. And we're also going to give an ode to Latino TV, music, and movies. But first, be sure to follow us on social media. I'm at Evie Cruz on Twitter. And I'm at Joel Cardenas. And we're at KSL Cafecito. Don't forget to subscribe to us on iTunes and soon Google Play. So let's get started with our first topic. Last week, MTV's TRL reboot premiered after about nine years. Wow. Yeah. Um, for those of you who don't know, TRL, or Total Request Live, was essentially a music show that included music video, a music video countdown, I guess, um, interviews with artists and celebrity guest hosts and so on. So it changed a lot over the years, depending on when you watched it. The last show aired near the end of 2008, but I remember it for the music videos. I remember that music video countdown and uh, looking forward to seeing certain videos, certain videos premiere. And a lot of people uh, watched this reboot and received a lot of mixed reviews because there were no music videos involved in the revival, which was basically the whole request part of TRL. Yes, (laughs) that's the whole point. But continue on. Yeah, so a lot of people weren't happy with, well, a lot of people who watched the original, I should say, weren't happy with the reboot. And they expected this comeback, and this includes myself, to include what the original had, which was the music videos. Now, I often think of things that I quote unquote want to make a comeback things that I want to see again and music video shows is near the top of my list so things like the old TRL or 106 and Park on BET shows that had the back to back yes yes shows that had back to back music videos and maybe a little interview here and there and maybe some fun stuff but just music videos I miss watching Nelly and Kelly Rowland's Dilemma (laughs) it's not the same when you look it up on YouTube yeah it's just not the same (laughs) so um, I know I'm not alone here uh, Shoal, I want to ask you, when it comes to comebacks, and anything goes, so we're talking TV shows, uh, trends, old traditions, whatever you will, what would you like to see make a comeback? Well, I agree with you. The first thing that I would want to see is MTV with music videos. I can't remember mm-hmm. the last time that I sat down for longer than maybe 15 minutes to watch an MTV show, like any show. And like, remember, M- the M and MTV stands for music, so... That's right, and then... They uh, stood for Yeah, it. and then they chopped the bottom part that it said music television a few years ago. Yeah. They chopped that out of the logo because they realized, who it's are we not, kidding? Yeah. You know, we're just, we're just now just a name or whatnot. Mm-hmm. So I would like to see that because I think the only time that they actually do show some videos 
and I'm, I could be wrong because the, I, I'm a night owl. I usually just, you know, I'll usually go to bed at like at two in the morning or whatnot. So it's four in the morning in the east. And sometimes right, right before I've gotten to bed, I've flicked around the channels and MTV is actually showing some music videos. Like recent ones, old ones? No, like recent ones. Oh, okay. The thing is, it's like one thirty a.m. our local time here, meaning 3.30 mm-hmm. a.m. Eastern time. Mm-hmm. And they base everything mostly off Eastern time. Okay. So that's around the time that they're airing these music videos, which is sad to think because... Yeah, because who's really watching at that time? That's only not people, time. Only people like ourselves. And the thing is, that's only really benefiting the people in the mountain time zone because if you go to the uh, Pacific time zone, they're on the Eastern thing as well and that... Things are online like that, so nobody's really watching it except people maybe in our region. But I would love to see just the idea of, okay, let's have a show, maybe not bring back your own TV raps. I, I want to keep that nostalgia part there. I don't want to see it come back because like this reviews from TRL, it's probably it's not going to be the same. Yeah, it's never, you don't want them to mess it up. No mess reboot. Up that memory. Yeah, no reboot. Can I just say no reboot is ever the same. I know they rebooted recently. Um, I think NBC re- rebooted Will and Grace, and I haven't watched the show. I was I never a show. So, but maybe it's good. Maybe it's not. But mm-hmm. it's never really the same. I know Full House had a reboot. Yeah, uh, a year and a half ago or two yeah, years ago. Yeah, it's nostalgic, but it's not the same. Right, and I know there's other shows that they're thinking about making a comeback. Part of me also questions: Is this just that the fact that we're we're just not getting as creative as we used to. I mean, you think about even those Spider-Man movies. I think they made like oh. three different versions of Spider-Man mm-hmm. movies. Now, I could be wrong, but I know there's at least two. Because I remember there's a Tobey Maguire one, and then there was some other one with the guy that uh, Emma Stone used to date. <laughs> um, uh, Andrew. Yeah, that guy. Is it Andrew, Andrew Garfield? Yeah, yeah, that guy. I, that guy. I forget. Uh, yeah, I, know I haven't just even a, watched the movie. I'm yeah. Lie. Yeah. But, um, maybe, okay, so maybe not so much reboots, but you know what? I wouldn't mind because, yeah, the reboot means they have the room to mess up, so we don't want that. Mm-hmm. But maybe like reruns. Like, you know how Nick, I don't know if Nickelodeon still does this, like Nick at Night, where they, they do air, like, the Cosby air. show, and they all air Full House. Oh, nobody airs the Cosby show anymore for other reasons, but go ahead. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, they air, like, old shows, and where they did. I don't know if they still do. Mm-hmm. But maybe it'd be cool if there was, um, like, a channel, or just a time where they were just rerunning, like, stuff that we used to watch in its original form. Right. And just rerunning it, and just like, giving us a chance to relive it. Yeah, and I think, uh, originally, TV Land was supposed to be, that channel was supposed to be kind of that, but they've done original shows uh, as well. So I think, and I don't know about you, Yvette, but for me, I think there are some things that need to just stay in the vault. Don't touch it. Okay. okay. You know, well, well, I think there's some movies, like for even for movies, for example, there's some movies, there should be no reason to make, to do a remake of it. Yeah. Like there's been rumors always about one of my favorite movies of all time, The Godfather. They're going to remake that? No, they're not going to remake it, but there's oh. been always rumors that Paramount is thinking about no, ma- don't making mess it up. Don't. And no, there's other movies. Do uh, I know there's a there's talk about a uh, Scarface as well. What? Yeah, the 83 with Al Pacino and all that. They're thinking about doing a reboot of that, like making it into well, modern Miami with, yeah, and all this stuff. Oh, no, please no. Um I know they well they they just recently remade it. Yes, they did, and there's some people that didn't like that. I mean, not necessarily the movie, yeah. but just the idea of they remade the Stephen they King remade, classic. They um, remade, what's that movie with, oh, I can't remember, I, I love this movie, how do I not remember the name? Dirty Dancing. They remade Dirty yes. Dancing. That was a, this is, <laughs> this is the opinion of Yvette Cruz, that was a bad remake. Yeah. Like, the original wins all the way. Yeah. No need, okay, okay so, okay, so we're, we're obviously talking about things that we don't want them to screw up in a comeback, but what's something that you would want to just, like, see again or, or feel again or do again, something that, that is just, like, a nostalgic activity? I don't know, something, whatever you okay. want. What's something that you would want back in what, its original uh, form? 
what what I would want back for me off the top of my head, I'll first start off with something just kind of fun, and then I'll go into maybe something a little bit more kind of what I feel closer to home. For fun, what I would love to see come back, uh, you know, I would love to see come back like TGIF. For example, now for those that might remember what TGIF was uh, on Friday nights on ABC in the in the 90s until I think it ended in 2003 or something like that. TGIF was a lineup of four different shows for uh, you know comedies, and it was just a family time. And to me, in my mind, I still even had the theme song stuck in my head. Ah, there it is. See, for me, I don't remember. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, no, no, it's all right. Like anybody who was a '90s kid going into, you know, especially the mid '90s. Uh-huh. Like I was, what I was nine, ten, eleven years old, and for me, yeah, these were these were like huge memories. This is the theme to Perfect Strangers, by the way. Uh, one of the longest running shows on TGF. I'm giving you just a bunch of information here that's pretty much useless. But for me, I would love to see something like this, like. It doesn't have to be Friday nights, but something where the family can come together. And I know some of the networks have tried to do that in yeah, these past years. I've tried to make it. It's it's not the same. I think just because of ratings wise, there's more competition now. Shows that might be considered really cheesy, but good cheesy, they're not really given a shot. Cheesy. Yeah, ninety. Yeah, they're not given a shot anymore. So for me, it's just like I would love to see something like that come back. But but that's just me. Yeah, I can see that. Like, that's so nice. Yeah, like other things I would like to see come back. I'd like to see Don Francisco back on Univision. <laughs> <laughs> that's just me. He just looks weird being on Telemundo. It just feels like no. It's just you. It's he's just in a different like I guess format than you knew him. He's just in a different atmosphere than you know how you right. perceived yeah, the yeah. Don Francisco. Yeah. But I know what you mean. I yeah. know what you mean. And one thing before I throw it back to you, one thing that I would like to see. One of many things I would like to see come back is the idea of Sunday dinners and or even just dinners in general. But for me, Sunday dinners without looking at your phone. What Ooh. I mean by that, like preach, Sean, yes, preach. yes, thank you, thank you. <laughs> you base it now, <laughs> congregation. But uh, I'm sure this is what many of us desire. Like I know some will say it's easy to do; just put a fo- the phone away or just leave it in another room. Like, is it really to do easy to do nowadays? I don't think it is. For many of us. It's not because we love being informed, especially us as journalists. I know we love being informed and it's tough for us to kind of put that down. And just even if we're not working, we just want to still be informed. Mm -hmm. And this goes to people that are not journalists as well. Sometimes you want to be informed. What are your friends doing? What's people doing on the gram? What's people doing on Facebook? Things. And we've we've sort of become that. It's become part of our everyday lives to continue being informed Mm -hmm. at our fingertips. And there's a part of me that wishes... That the idea of having these kind of get-togethers with familia, with friends, without so many distractions, oh, uh, were, were still possible like it used to be. Like even without the phone, it seems like we reached a point where we're so informed due to social media and 24-hour news, things mm-hmm. like that, that we become saturated with info. Sometimes our conversations in these nowadays, like in right. these dinners, have become just about not just news, but uh-huh. just about I don't want to say even necessarily just cheesement, just other things. It's, we, yeah. We've forgotten what the core of some of these conversations are, like what Sunday dinners yeah. para nosotros are meant to be. Right. And, and for me, is it wrong that part of me wants to go back to this, to a bit simpler, or you might even say a bit more naive back in the day? Call me, call me guilty then, but I kind of do. But yeah, what no, about you, Yvette? No, okay, well, first of all, on that, I, I completely agree, I think. And I'm guilty of it, too. Uh, now, my mom, when I was younger, I guess, I 
when I was about 16, 17. No, actually. Yeah, about about that age of when I had first gotten a cell phone and I would text my friends all the time. I did have my phone with me all the time and I was always texting and it needed to be urgent and my mom hated it. And now at, you know, my 26 years of age, I have gotten more used to just trying to disconnect or at least like my phone is with me at the table because of what we do but I try not to answer if I don't need to if it's not urgent um it just I I just want to enjoy that time too so I know what you mean I'm guilty of it too uh I've been out with friends and I've done it they've done it it drives me crazy it drives me crazy when I do it it's I think it's something that we can work I I definitely think it's possible I think that is a choice uh with the people that you're with and what you're doing and where you go but that would be really nice I'd, I'd love that to come back yeah um, another thing that I would love to come back, if anybody remembers, blockbusters. Blockbusters, yes. really? So don't get me wrong. I love or movie stores, the video stores, whatever. Don't get me wrong. I love Netflix. I do. I love the convenience of it. I love all the choices. I love. I love that. I'm a subscriber. Sure. Get ready to pay an extra dollar. <laughs> but what I miss is I'm talking about when, and this is my family thing. So I don't know. We would go when this wasn't all the time either. But on like a, when I was a kid with my sister. We would go to Blockbuster or whatever, Hollywood Video, depending on where you were, um, and we would get to rent a movie. So me and my sister had to pick. We had to pick one movie, so we had to pick decide together because my mom would only, you know, she'd let us get one. And I remember there being that wall of, like, new releases. Oh, we yeah. weren't allowed to get those because yeah. those were more expensive. And and we got to pick a movie, and we got to go home and watch it. And then sometimes we got to get snacks, not at Blockbuster because they were expensive, but we got to get other yeah. snacks. But it was just this really cool experience. You know, you didn't just... I mean, it's kind of like what you're doing with Netflix or whatever streaming device you're using. You're you're searching and stuff, but you're doing it from a computer and you're doing it from one place. And trust me, it's convenient. I probably wouldn't give that convenience up completely now. But I loved going to like it was a little adventure. It was like a field trip. You would get to go to the store and walk around the aisles and look at the different videos. And at one point, the new DVDs when that was coming out, yeah. and and you just got to like look and video look at games the, were there. Yeah, yeah, and you just got to walk around. And and then me and my sister would have to debate. We'd have to be like. I want this one and we'd be like no I want this one and then we'd have to decide sometimes we got to get both and that was fun but I just I miss that experience the movie renting not so much that you know it was you had to pay and that you had to bring it back in a certain amount of days but I I miss that like that going to the store and being there and just I don't know maybe that sounds naive too and I I don't know that I'm pretty sure that's not coming back but I do miss that another thing that I miss and um, this might be a strange one I miss the Obamas like, get, like, hear me out. I miss Barack Obama's dad jokes. I think you're not jokes. alone there. I, I miss there. his dad jokes. Like at press conferences <laughs> or Thanksgiving, I miss the dad jokes. They were funny. Probably because he's not my dad, but they were funny. I miss that. And I miss the family photos that would come out and the photos of the dog. And, and, and I miss Barack and Michelle's love for each Aww. other. They recently celebrated their 25th anniversary, which we know thanks to social media. And so we still get a little glimpse of them. But I just miss that. I miss yeah. their, like that family, like seeing them where they were and and it was just it was it was nice they they gave me a lot of hope for for nice things um anything else that is coming to mind for you um, well for me like I, I i understand that part because especially the obamas were the first in a while that we had an actual like a family like a larger family in the yeah, and White the girls House. were kids they were yeah. when they started out they were very young and you know yeah, we got more to watch one shot because with, with bill and hillary in the yeah. 90s it was just uh chelsea and she was younger mm-hmm. but having two children having the dog and having everything like i, I understand uh that aspect no for me i just think are, are things more convenient nowadays I mean, you can make the argument that that's yeah. yeah that that's the case that things are more convenient nowadays but for me the thing that I, I, I hope doesn't get lost is 
the idea of some of these nostalgic things, some of the things that we wish we could make comebacks and, and things. It's it's because of the memory and, and just the feeling that, that these things bring back. For me, my, my concern is, all right, in the future, if I do have children, are they going to have these same kind of memories as, as I do? And for me, mm. I, I, I think about that and I think, well, I think maybe that's why I want to hang on to some of these things because I would love to pass some of these things down. Mm-hmm. But also I need to realize that sometimes Time things just changing, change. Times yeah. change and what their memory is going to be of their nostalgia is going to be much different than, yeah. than, than I do. And I'm sure that's the same thing I could say that about my family and so on. Yeah. Uh, something else that I miss, and this one's probably going to sound dumb to a lot of people, but I miss writing letters to people. I miss like miss- sitting down and writing a letter. I know now it's so much more convenient because you can just text me. You can have a conversation instantly. You can call them. You can FaceTime them. All that stuff is great. Not against any of that. But I do miss writing a letter and like pouring out, you know, if it was someone that you hadn't talked to in a while, telling them like, here's my three month update. This is what's been going on in my life and just writing things down and mailing it out and then receiving a response. That was exciting. Uh, I actually had a pen pal for a bit when I was... I think like a young teenager, I mm-hmm. guess. I it was actually somebody who lived on the street, so it was like well, we were friends, and we th- we talked we talked about yeah, we literally lived like two or three blocks away from each other. But we talked about writing letters and how that was cool, and right. you know we were very young and we didn't get to you know some people as adults they wrote a lot of letters, and now you know we right now a lot of adults don't write a lot of letters because right. so back then we just talked about it as a joke, and so we just started writing letters to each other. It didn't last that long either, but we just wrote letters to each other, even though we'd see each other at school. Um, it was just fun, and I remember. My mom and my grandma, they would write letters to each other. My grandma lives in Mexico, and my grandma's letters would be like three pages long, front and back. Mm-hmm. And they would talk on the phone, too, but not every day. So they, the phone call would come every now and then, but the letters would come more often, and they would just catch up like that. And it's I miss that. I, I know it's—I mean, if I think about it and I sit down, I, I could totally write a letter to somebody and somebody could write back. But it's just—I think with all the other conveniences, it's just not as likely— Right. It's just not likely to happen, and that's just that, and that's okay. I don't know. Um, what about things that you don't want to make a comeback, things that should stay? Like, we are so glad that these things are never coming oh. back. We don't need these things. I can think of an example. Oh, I can think of some. Some are humorous. Some are just kind of like a humorous one would be, for example, like those big home stereo systems. Oh, yeah. They don't need to come back. <laughs> yeah, they no, those, those took up a lot of space. Yep. Those were a pain to hook up and get, get all together. To yeah, and and sometimes, like, I, I can still remember, like, my uncle had a big one, and it was a cassette player, uh-huh. and we thought, oh, it's really cool, but, like, sometimes the cassette would start getting eaten, like, it would just eat up the cassette and all this stuff. So things like that, like, don't need to make don't need to make a comeback. That's just kind of one small example. What about you? Pay phones. Pay phones? Pay phones, because one, you had to pay. I mean, I guess you pay for your cell phone too, but you had to pay. And the last time I used a cell phone, I, I mean, a pay phone, I sorry, I'm sorry. Um, I still remember it was about, I would think I was 19. So it was a few years ago. And I was actually very, very happy that I had a pay phone because my phone was dead. My cell phone was dead. My car wouldn't start. I was at a gas station and the gas station was closing. And so I needed to make a call. It was about, I had gotten out of work. It was about 11 something at night and I car dead, phone dead. Thank goodness for a payphone, right? Well, guess what? It didn't work. Uh. So I'm okay without those. Uh, the, that's a story for another day. That's a story for another day. But uh, yeah, payphones, they, or slow, slow, or dial up, which I should say, dial up internet. Oh, yeah. Remember that? Oh, Remember yeah. the little uh, AOL guy running and how long it would take to connect? Oh, yeah. And now we get so impatient when we, we used to our get Wi-Fi all those CDs is, all yeah. the time or those uh, 
whatever CDs, whatever you call it, the yeah. CDRs, well, yeah. no, one thousand free hours of internet. Oh like, yeah, uh, that that can stay. <laughs> that can stay back there. Why do you think it is that we that we need like some of the things that we're talking about that we are you know we do want to make a comeback or that we want to feel the way that we did the not, that nostalgia? Why do you think it is that we sometimes miss it? I think some of it is we miss it because we feel. Uh, I kind of go back to I, don't, I hate using the word naive, but I think just the more innocent time. Yeah, like a lot of these times, like like I think about, for example, like the whole TGIF thing or whatnot. I wasn't paying attention really to what was going on. Then again, I was a kid, but yeah. we weren't paying attention to what was really going on in the world during that time. And even if sometimes, like I, I'll admit, like growing up, we had a pretty tough childhood. We had mm-hmm. there were a lot of issues going on with my mom and my dad. We grew up very poor, but for those two hours, for example, we didn't care that there were you know that we were living in such poverty like we didn't we weren't thinking about that we weren't thinking that my mom was going through a really tough time and really mm-hmm. depression and all these other things we didn't care about that we were just eating you know two fried eggs and some rice and some beans for dinner like three times a week mm-hmm. we didn't care about any about that all we cared about is that there was something entertaining on tv and it made us laugh and it was fun and i think those memories despite all of the bad things that were happening there. Yeah, like, like nothing else mattered. Yeah, nothing else mattered. It was just we were all together for just those two hours that we we laughed. And and, and I think that's some of those things, some of those memories as well. I, I mean, maybe for you, you could correct me if I'm wrong, but the idea of going to a blockbuster with La Familia, going together, and just the fun aspect of like running around the store and yeah. deciding on uh, on a movie and just things like that. And then going home and watching it more likely together as a family and, and sitting down and just for a few hours. I don't I think those things resonate with us. Yeah, honestly, I think of it like the nostalgia. I think of it as we just remember, at least for me, we remember, I remember things better than they were. Right. You know, maybe things were bad and things like that stuff did happen. I'm not going to say, but you remember it for a better time. You remember the good things. And I hope that at one point we remember these times as better than they were. And hopefully that just gives us hope. Yes. <laughs> We're still celebrating Hispanic Heritage Month here at Cafecito, and today what we want to go with is an ode to Latino TV, music, and movies. So this is just a mixed bag, a fun bag, if you will, of just everything that has made not just our memories wonderful, but what makes Latino TV, music, or movies, and or movies so special. So my question to you, Yvette, are what are some of the shows, music, movies, and you can go anywhere with this. This Mm -hmm. is just having fun. What are some of the shows, music, uh, or movies that you consider to be essential as a Latina or Latina culture, just everything? So off the top of my head, if we're talking about novelas, (laughs) the novela I can think of as a Latina would be Amigas y Rivales. So if you didn't watch that, it was a show about friends. It was, well, it was a novela. So it was a, a novela about four. I think at one point it turned into five, but four. Yep, there you go. There's the... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so if you heard that theme growing up, then you knew, you know what I'm talking about. The Ramillas y Rivales came out in about 2001, I think. And so I was about 10, 11 years old. Probably shouldn't have been watching this novela. But it, <laughs> it taught me a lot. It was about friendship. And it was, I mean, Amigas means friends. Rivales means rivals. So it was about friends and rivals because at some points that's what these friends were. They were really good friends or they weren't. They started out as rivals and, and vice versa. And it just, it was about them growing up. It was, you know, there were some that were, and this is, it took place in Mexico. Some of them 
had grown up very wealthy. So you had the wealthy side and then some of them were not as wealthy. Some of them were, one of them was actually very, very poor and she wanted to be wealthy because she was around these other people or uh, she, no, I think she was, I'm sorry, I'm mixing up novelas. They're, they're, they're all kind of the same. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you, if you, if you're Latina and you watch these novelas or, you know, if you're, if you're a guy and you know what I'm talking about, then you know, you know the stories. But it was just, it just reminds me of, you know, at that, at that time I was old enough, I've had other, been other novelas that I had watched that I didn't really understand or that I don't remember as well because I was younger but at this time I was like I said 10 or 11 so I do remember the story and also there were reruns at one point there were reruns very very late so I would just I would watch them and I would remember feeling me my sister would, would watch this novella and we learned certain things watching this novella and we just learned how because we grew up here so we learned how things were in Mexico and things like this was very different and this is this, this is probably a theme that played out in other novelas. But here, when you get a scholarship, it's great. You you don't have to pay. That's awesome. Good for you. You were smart enough to, or you were in a position where you could earn a scholarship, which is not a bad thing. But then in Mexico, be, having a scholarship or being like a, or having a beca or whatever, not having to pay is because you weren't able to pay. Therefore, you were below other people and then you would be ridiculed. Really? Yeah. And some novelas, this was a the theme. And so uh, that to me was so confusing because I, growing up, wanted to get a scholarship because we didn't. Yeah, of course, we didn't have as much money, but it was a great thing it was like a, a, a yeah. an award or a reward but it wasn't the same in at least in the novelas i didn't grow up in mexico i didn't go to school there so i don't know if this was something that actually from what i've heard from other people yes it is depending on who you're around yes it does happen but yeah i learned stuff like that it just i don't know i grew up in a little bit and later i understood things more when and i, I think i would remember i would sorry i would remember the novella and i'd be like oh that makes sense now yeah. uh, but it was just it was i don't know it was, it's just nostalgic it's like a stroll down memory lane thinking about this novella and if anyone watched this novella then you know what i'm talking about maybe you're going to go look it up and watch it again. Maybe Netflix will bring it back. Maybe they already have, and I haven't noticed. I don't know. But Primer Impacto was another one. Right. Novelas. Uh, I mean, not novelas, sorry, news. Well, Primer Impacto is kind of like a novela. If it's like the, it. the novela of news. Yeah. Uh, it's gotten, it, I mean, it's different now. I don't think it's the exact same. It's, I don't know. <laughs> it's the way you're thinking. But I do, I remember, maybe because I was a kid, mm. I remember it being very extreme. And now oh, yeah. I don't see it, maybe because of the society that we live in now, but I don't yeah. see it as extreme now. I, 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 but, I think they toned it down a little because I, I agree with you that there it, are times where I remember I was watching it because my mom would just play it. You know, she was playing on Univision and we would just be watching it. So yeah. you know, I'm purposely putting it on so we can watch. But there are sometimes like Primitive Impact will come on and there's like, oh, there's a dead body yeah. and I'm like six years old and I'm just yeah. like wow okay or just like these extreme things like and I'm probably exaggerating but like the dangers of the Mario Brothers and the secret messages that <laughs> yeah. you don't know about this video game you know yeah. like some, I mean sometimes I don't know <laughs> uh, but it was just that is an, exager an exaggeration <laughs> but yeah it was just it was a lot what about you are there like any like movies or something that well for me uh like what i think about as far as movies one of the essential ones and i don't know i'm sure for a lot of for a, a lot of guys and girls as well but for a lot of them grew up at least seeing this show or seeing this movie or have heard of it uh, Blood in Blood Out is a movie that I remember. <laughs> like I remember my brother and I would just watch it over and over, and we were pretty young. And this was about probably too gangs. young to be watching. Yeah, <laughs> too young to be watching and watching about gangs and prison and fighting and all this other stuff. But if you say the names Miklo, if you say the names Crucito, if you say Paco Aguilar to a Latino, 
they're going to probably know, more than likely, if they grew up a 90s kid, they're going to know who those people are, who those characters are. and Or if you say, like, Vatos Locos for Life, oh. uh, <laughs> like, they're going to know where that movie's from. Yeah. And it's not just that movie. There's other movies, American Me. Oh, you know, yeah. another movie American like Me. that. But then there's what movies that are, you know, not necessarily gang-related that I think we remember. I think... Off the top of my head, Selena. Oh, yep. Oh, like, I love Selena. Like, who doesn't love who yeah. doesn't love Selena? And it's reached the point I think for a lot of us. I at least I'd say for myself that when I think about Selena, Selena Quintanilla, we think about the artist as well. But I got to admit, I also think about Jennifer Lopez as Selena. Well, yeah. So, yeah, true. and that was obviously her breakout role mm-hmm. and things like that. But I think it's one of those movies like Selena and Edward James Olmos is in it. Yeah, he was like in all these movies. Yes, yeah, he was. I feel it. like all the movies I can yeah. think of, he was in yeah. all of them. I'm surprised he wasn't in Blood and Blood Out. But, <laughs> but it's, yeah, and that infamous line, and I don't know if Selena's dad really said this, but this line stuck with me, and I'm sure it stuck with a lot of at least Mexican Americans that saw the movie. And that line when they're um, driving, and he says, "We got to be more Mexican than the Mexicans, and we got to be more American than the Americans." Yeah. That defines being. Mexican American or being, you know, of Hispanic descent and being born in America and still having roots somewhere else. So you're, it's, it's like ni de aquí ni de allá. It is, right. it's, it's something that has always stuck with me and a lot of people. And uh, that movie, like that movie, it was in that movie and it's still true to this day. Yeah, yeah. Like you said, if 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 he either really said that or somebody wrote that for the movie, I still, yeah, that's what that's one of the better lines yeah. there uh, of that movie because of the, of the truth of it. You know, going back to. Maybe more TV shows and not necessarily movies. I think in Noticiero Univision mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. Just growing up with Jorge, Jorge Ramos, Ramos and Maria Elena Saninas. Maria Elena Saninas giving the news every night. Can't forget about Maria Antonieta Collins as well. Yeah. Who are still there. They're all still there to this day, more than 20 years Maria later. Maria Celeste Raras was now with Telemundo, but right. still I remember yeah. Univision. I think we can't also forget about Cristina. Remember? Oh, how could yeah. Cristina. Cristina. I know she's not on TV. She hasn't been on TV for a couple of years now. But Cristina, like, yeah. Cristina, growing up with her, she we, she used to be called the Oprah of Latino TV. She was. She was a staple, like, on you know, right. on, for all of the like all the nineties going into I think two thousand and whatever it was mm-hmm. that that she finally ended her run. Cristina was another staple that yep. we would watch before these other shows before even Caso Cerrado and all these other stuff that mm-hmm. now dominates or before even Laura um, well, if yeah. you remember Laura Cristina was the original yeah Cristina was the, the the original was the more real one if you will yep. and another TV show that I know I we hinted at before is Sao Gigante oh, we yep. can't forget about Sao Gigante yeah. it was cheesy but it was good cheesy and it was one of the few Latino shows airing in the in the US that all the familia can enjoy it. everything from Don Francisco to El Chacal to the Cuatro. Cuatro to everybody else to the announcers to the ladies to everything giving out a car at the end mm-hmm. all this stuff Don Francisco was obviously still on the air on another channel and it was the longest running variety show in the US I think but just like regardless of language yeah, it ran for like 50 years yeah yeah because it ran first in, in uh, Canal 13 in Chile and then it went in the 80s, I believe, as it came over here to Univision when Univision barely started. Yeah, that so, was a big So, show. yeah, so that show, just growing up with that. I mean, there's a lot more other things that I can that I can get into, but I think those were kind of just the staple ones that, for me, thinking about Latino, what it changed, everything was always, at least for me, it felt like it was based on familia. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the, the core value of it is, has always been familia, which is part of our culture as well. show for today thanks so much for listening we hope you enjoyed this little stroll down memory lane 
Don't forget to follow us on social media at KSL Cafecito on Twitter. I'm also at Evie Cruz on Twitter. And I'm at Joel Cardenas. Please, if there's anything that you want to tell us about the show or any topics that you think that we should talk about next, please reach out to us. We'd love to hear from you. That's it for today. Don't forget to subscribe on iTunes and coming soon to Google Music. Thanks for listening. Bye.